Happy Disney Plus Day! Yes, that's right. Welcome to Steve's weekly podcast, the Disney Plus Day special. Uh, this is where, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about everything that was announced on Disney Plus Day on Friday, the 12th of November, 2021. Uh, obviously, Disney Plus Day is a brand new annual event that's going to be taking place every year. So it's not just for this year, 2021. There is going to be another Disney Plus Day in 2022 and 2023 and so on and so on. Um, but with this Disney Plus Day, there was some brand new content added to Disney Plus, which I'm going to be talking about a little bit later on this uh, weekly podcast. And I'm also going to be talking about all the announcements uh, from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Nat Geo, and for international subscribers like the UK, I'll also be talking about some star announcements as well, which also have been announced for Hulu over in the United States in somewhat as well. Uh, so yeah, so that's all to come. And I'm also going to be talking about the last couple of episodes of Chucky as well. Uh, I'm going to be discussing that towards the end of this week's weekly podcast. Um... I'll also give you my thought thoughts on the first couple of episodes of Doctor Who as well, because uh, I've been watching those uh, for the last uh, couple of weeks as well. Um, yeah, so all of that and so much more. So without further ado, this is Steve's weekly podcast, the Disney Plus Day Special. Let's roll. Steve's Weekly Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Plus Day special. This is podcast episode 63 that you are listening to. So I'm just going to get straight into it. I'm just going to get straight into it. So Friday, the 12th of November 2021 was Disney Plus Day. And this is, as I mentioned a minute ago, this is going to be an annual thing. So this isn't just for this year. It's going to be happening next year and the year after and the year after and the year after. And I'm sure it's probably going to be the same thing as what we saw this year, where we're going to see some new content added on Disney+. Plus, and then a little bit later on in the day, we're probably then going to see some announcements. Now, I'm going to give you my thoughts on Disney Plus Day a little bit later on in the podcast, okay? And how I thought they did the announcements and stuff, okay? Okay, so I'll talk about that a little bit later on. But firstly, though, uh, I'm going to talk actually about everything that got announced on Disney Plus Day. So on Disney Plus Day, a new wave of new content for the streaming service was announced from the Walt Disney Company's world-class studios on social media and on Disney Plus. Throughout the day, Disney has showcased the incredible breadth of content coming to the service in the years ahead from each of its marquee brands, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Nat Geo, and in international markets, Star. With so many announcements, let's have a look at everything that we have heard about on Friday this week. So I'm going to start with Disney. So they have announced a cheaper by the dozen movie, which I assume is a remake or a reboot. Uh, either way, um, it's going to be introduced to a new generation of kids, I should imagine. Uh, but cheaper by the dozen. So Gabrielle Uni uh, Union and Zach Braff announced that they're reimagining 
of the hit family comedy Cheaper by the Dozen uh, will be coming to Disney Plus globally in March 2022. Disenchanted. Uh, so stars Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey shared their, uh, share that Disenchanted, the sequel to the hit film Enchanted, will stream exclusively on Disney Plus in autumn 2022. Now, with both of those movies, we didn't get a trailer. We only got logos for both of those movies. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So writer and producer Jeff Kinney. Uh, reveals all new key art for Diary of a Wimpy Kid, so a poster uh, for the upcoming movie. The animated adventure starts streaming on Disney Plus globally on December 3rd, 2021. And we also got the announcement by Jeff Kinney that Roderick Rules um, is the second animated film uh, from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid book series, and it will be coming to Disney Plus. So Roderick Rules... Uh, will be premiering on Disney Plus globally in 2022. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So John Mullaney and A Andy Sandberg, stars of the upcoming hybrid live-action CG animated fe uh, feature based on everyone's favourite animated chipmunks, unveil teaser art for the new movie streaming on Disney Plus in spring 2022. So again, we got a poster, no trailer. No trailer for this. So we got a clip for The Beatles Get Back. Now, obviously, I have mentioned this already in the weekly podcast in the last few weeks. Uh, we are going to be getting The Beatles Get Back globally on Disney+. Plus. It's directed by Peter Jackson. Um, and it is going to be dropping across three days. This is a three-part documentary. Uh, so the first part will be dropping on the 25th of November, the second part on the 26th of November, and the third and final part will be dropping on the 27th of November as well, which is uh, in America, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, but on Disney Plus Day, though, we did get given a clip um, of the Beatles Get Back, and it was showing the legendary band performing I've Got a Feeling. So there we go. Um, oh, excuse me. I, ne I nearly coughed then. I nearly coughed. Uh, better Nate than ever. So based on the book by Tim Fidelli, uh, uh, Better Nate than ever will premiere on Disney Plus in spring 2022. The comedy adventure stars Aria Brooks, uh, Joshua Bassett, Michelle Federer and introduces Ruby Wood as Nate with Norbert Leo Butts and Lisa Kudrow. And obviously Lisa Kudrow is well known for playing Phoebe in the classic 90s TV series Friends, of course. Um, again, another logo, no trailer. No trailer for this one. Hocus Pocus 2. So Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy uh, Najimy uh, will run amok again as the Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus 2. The sequel to, Dis uh, to Disney's Halloween cult classic uh, will be premiering in autumn 2022 exclusively on Disney+. And we did get a first look image of the Sanderson sisters once again dressed up in costume on the set of Hocus Pocus 2 and it looks very uncanny to the original Hocus Pocus movie. Now I'm going to predict here that this is a, a Halloween movie so I can only predict that we're go probably going to be getting this on Disney Plus next year either at the end of September 
or at some point in October next year. So that's my thoughts on that one. Pinocchio. So inspired by Disney's animated classic, this retelling directed by Robert Zemeckis uh, combines live action and visual effects and stars Tom Hanks, Cynthia Erivo, Luke Evans and the voices of Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Keegan-Michael Key and Lorraine Bracco. Pinocchio premieres on Disney Plus in autumn 2022. Again, no trailer, just a logo. That's all we got from Pinocchio. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. So Simon Pegg is back as Buck in the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, an all-new movie, premiering uh, January 28th, 2022 on Disney+. Plus. In the teaser trailer, we see Buck, Crash and Eddie and a few new friends as they go on a prehistoric mission to save the lost world from dinosaur domination. Um, so, yeah, for that one... We did get a trailer, which I was quite happy to see. Sneakerella. So, lace up and dream big with a new trailer for the Disney Plus original movie, Sneakerella, set in the avant-garde street sneaker subculture of New York City. The high-energy, music-driven movie puts a gender-flipped twist on the Cinderella fairy tale. Sneakerella premieres exclusively on Disney Plus on February 18th, 2022 so for this one we got a poster and we also got a trailer for this one as well which i was quite happy to see to be honest i'm not sure whether or not i will watch um sneakerella when it does arrive um i mean i will probably give it a go just so i can talk about it in the weekly podcast next year but yeah it's not one that i'm like Mm, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to watch this one. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. The Proud Family, louder and prouder. So it's time to get loud with the Prouds in the trailer debut for The Proud Family, louder and prouder. The new series based on the Disney Channel series from the 2000s uh, will start streaming in February 2022. Um, now, I've never seen The Proud Family myself. So it's just one of those shows I never grew up with. But I do know that the classic uh, series, The Proud Family, is on Disney+. Plus. So maybe nearer the time, maybe late January next year, I might binge watch the classic Proud Family series on Disney+, Plus before this one debuts, just so I get an idea. But from what I've seen in the comments, though, I know that people are, are excited for this one because... It's mainly aimed at the people who watched The Proud Family back in the early 2000s. This is for those. Uh, It's not for like a new generation of kids. Yeah, okay, it's great for new kids to watch it. But I think it's primarily aimed at the kids that watched the original series back in the 2000s. And obviously must come back and watch... The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. See how the characters are getting on and and stuff like that. So really, really good that they're aiming it at that target audience. Uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. So Love is an Open Door Outside the Halls of East High. Season 3 of the show will follow its characters to Sleepaway Camp. 
for a summer of campfires, romances and curfew-free nights. The Spiderwick Chronicles. So Disney Plus announced a new live-action series, The Spiderwick Chronicles, a modern coming-of-age coming of uh, story combined with fantasy adventure from Paramount Television Studios and 20th Television. One of the Disney Television Studios, by the way. Uh, the series, based on the beloved best-selling books, follows the Grace family, twin brothers Jared and Simon, their sister Mallory and mother Helen, as they move into their uh, dilapidated uh, ancestral home. Uh, they begin to unravel a dark mystery about their great-great-uncle, who once discovered the secret and sometimes dangerous fa uh, fairy world. Baymax! Uh, and now, uh, by the way, we only got concept art for the Spiderwick Chronicles, okay? Uh, we didn't get no trailer for this one. Um, and it's the same, uh, by the way, with High School Musical, the musical um, series three as well. We, we only got a little, here's season, season three is officially announced. Uh, but the Proud Family, though, Louder and Prouder, we did get a trailer for, okay? So I just thought I'd mention that now. Baymax. So, check in with everyone's favourite healthcare companion in a trailer for his new Disney Plus original series, Baymax, Walt Disney Animation Studios' first ever animated series, uh, will start streaming exclusively on Disney Plus in summer 2022. Now, I watched this trailer on Disney Plus Day. This, this, this one made me laugh. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. I really am. Um... So, yeah, this is all about Baymax. This isn't about Big Hero 6 or anything like that. No, this is primarily about Baymax. And it looks like he's actually doing what he was designed to do in the first place, uh, which was, of course, assist people. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Zootopia Plus, so go back to the fast-paced mammal metropolis of Zootopia with new art from Walt Disney Animation Studio Zootopia Plus, a new short-form series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Tiana, so Walt Disney Animation Studios announced that Stella Meggy, the uh, who's also known for doing the photograph, uh, will be director and writer of the new long-form musical series Tiana coming to Disney Plus in 2023. In the series, Tiana sets off for a grand new adventure as the newly crowned Princess of Maldonia, but a calling to her New Orleans past isn't far behind. Um, so there we go. Disney's intertwined, or uh, as they say in Latin America, entrelazados. So Disney Intertwined, the first Disney Plus original series produced in Latin America, is now available on the streaming service. Uh, in the series, Allegra is ready to change the past in order uh, to reach her dream. Now, I did watch the first episode of Intertwined, as I'm going to be uh, classing it as. Um, so I have watched the first episode, so stay tuned. Uh, because a little bit later on the weekly podcast, I'll talk all about that um, a little bit more, okay? And give you my uh, my thoughts on it. Right, so that's Disney, okay? That's what Disney announced at uh, Disney Plus Day. Let's have a look at what Pixar had to announce. Um, so, Pixar. So, you can watch 
the Pixar 2021 Disney uh, Disney Plus Day special on Disney Plus right now. Uh, to see Pete Doctor take fans behind the scenes of Pixar Animation Studios to look at some of their upcoming projects for Disney Plus. But this is what got announced anyway, okay, if you really don't want to watch it. Um, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on the Pixar 2021 Disney Plus Day special very, very shortly, okay? So, Cars on the Road. So, Larry the Cable Guy has revealed the title of Pixar's upcoming Cars series. Cars on the Road. Uh, so, join Mater and Lightning McQueen in this fun-filled cross-country road trip. Uh, it will be streaming in 2022 he also announced as well uh because larry the cable guy is known for playing mater in the movies and obviously owen wilson is also known for voicing lightning mcqueen in the cars movies as well so larry the cable guy has announced that both him and owen wilson are back uh to voice the roles of mater and Lightning McQueen in this Cars series as well, which was great. Uh, Pete Doctor announces an exclusive peek behind the curtains of Pixar in two brand new documentaries coming to Disney Plus in 2022 that explore the making of Turning Red and Lightyear. Now, Turning Red is coming to cinemas in March 2022. Lightyear is going to be coming to cinemas in June 2022. So as to when we could expect to see these documentaries hit Disney Plus in 2022, I'm predicting that we'll either see them come out the same time they get released theatrically. Um, so it could be March 2022 for Turning Red's documentary and June 2022 for the Lightyear documentary, or they'll both get released the same time the movies get released on Disney Plus because just in case, obviously, the documentaries kind of go into spoiler territory. Obviously, they'd want you to watch the movie first before looking at the behind-the-scenes documentaries, which would make more sense. But we'll find out nearer the time, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, win or lose. So directors Michael Yates and Carrie Hobson. Reveal concept art for Pixar's first ever original long-form animated series, Win or Lose, which will be coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Each 20-minute episode of Win or Lose highlights the perspective of a different character as a middle school code um, softball team prepares for their championship game. And they're even going to delve into the things like anxiety uh, for example, in uh, one of the episodes, um, which is which is going to be good, I think. So that's everything that got announced from the Marvel, uh, from the Pixar side of things. Let's uh, talk about Marvel. Uh, that's the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, now, this one seemed to be the big boy of uh, Disney Plus Day, should we say, uh, because there was a lot announced for Marvel. Um, so, right now, it is a good time to be a Marvel fan. Um, right now, honestly. So, as a celebration of the MCU on Disney+, Plus, Marvel Studios' 2021 Disney Plus Day special is now streaming on Disney Plus globally, where subscribers can see sneak peeks 
of the next Marvel Studios series coming to the service. So let's take a look. So uh, this includes Hawkeye. So Hawkeye is set in post-blip New York City, where Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, has a seemingly simple mission. Get back to his family for Christmas. But when a threat from his past shows up, Hawkeye reluctantly teams up with 22-year-old skilled archer Kate Bishop to unravel a criminal conspiracy. The series stars Jeremy Renner, Hayley Steinfeld, uh, Vera Farmiga, Frey Fee, Tony Dalton and newcomer Alakwa Cox. Episodes are directed by, exe uh, by executive producer Reese Thomas and directing duo Bert and Bertie. Executive producer Jonathan Igler is head writer. Uh, the series premieres November 24th, 2021. Um, so enjoy an action-packed look in the Marvel Studios special on Disney+. Plus. Um, there is like a clip and there's also a teaser trailer to accompany that clip uh, in the uh, Marvel studio special on disney plus um so yeah so the first two episodes are going to be streaming uh on november 24th and then episodes will be dropping uh weekly after that moon knight so we got a first look at moon knight a new globe trotting action adventure series featuring a complex vigilante who suffers from dis dissociative uh, identity disorder the multiple identities who live inside him find themselves thrust into a deadly war of the gods against the backdrop of modern and ancient Egypt. Moon Knight is directed by executive producer Mohamed Diab. Uh, Jeremy Slater is head writer. The series is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. So She-Hulk. Uh, so we see uh, Tatiana uh, Maslany uh, as She-Hulk. Just Jennifer Walters, a lawyer who specialises in superhuman-orientated um, legal cases. She-Hulk will welcome a host of Marvel characters to the series, including the Hulk, uh, played by Mark Ruffalo, and the Abomination, played by Tim Roth. Uh, the new comedy series uh, coming to Disney Plus in 2022 is directed by executive producer uh, Kat Koiro uh, with Anu Valia. Also directing, executive producer Jessica Gayo serves as head writer. Ms. Marvel introduces Kamala Khan as a 16-year-old six, uh, uh, Pakistani-American from Jersey City, an aspiring artist, an avid gamer, and a, vor a voracious fan fiction scribe. She is a huge fan of the Avengers and one in particular Captain Marvel. But Kamala has always struggled to find her place in the world. That is until she gets superpowers like the heroes she's always looked up to. Iman Villani stars as Kamala Khan aka Ms. Marvel. The series is directed by executive producers Adil El Arbi and Bilal uh, Fala. Uh, Mira Menon and Sharmin Obeyed Chinoy, with executive producer Bisha K. Ali serving as head writer. Ms. Marvel premieres on Disney Plus in summer 2022. Additionally, Marvel Studios announced new projects and unveiled logos for its future series, including Echo, a series starring Alacqua Cox as Maya Lopez, who will be introduced in Hawkeye, Ironheart, a series starring 
uh, Dominique Thorne as Riri uh, Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced uh, suit of armour since Iron Man. Agatha House of Harkness, a series starring Catherine Hayne as her character from WandaVision. Uh, Jack uh, Schaefer returns as ex executive producer and head writer. Secret Invasion, a series starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn um, as the Skrull Talos. Uh, characters who first met in Captain Marvel, the crossover comic event series showcase a, f a faction of shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, a special written and directed by Guardians of the Galaxy veteran James Gunn. X-Men 97, an animated series for Marvel Studios that explores new stories in the iconic 90s timeline of the original series. Beau DeMeo is executive producer and head writer. What If Season 2, so the second season of the fan favourite animated series after enlisting uh, the Guardians of the Multiverse to stop Infinity Ultron, The Watcher returns in Season 2 of What If to meet new heroes and explore more strange new worlds in the MCU's ever-expanding multiverse. Directed by executive producer Brian Andrews, with executive producer AC Bradley serving as head writer. Spider-Man Freshman Year, an animated series that follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU with a journey unlike we've ever seen and a style that celebrates the character's early comic book roots. Executive producer Jeff Tramiel uh, serves as head writer. I Am Groot, a series of original shorts exploring baby Groot's glory days, growing up and getting into trouble among the stars. Directed by executive producer Kirsten Lepore. Marvel Zombies, an animated series from Marvel Studios that reimagines the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against an ever-spreading zombie scourge. Directed by executive producer Brian Andrews. And that's everything announced from the Marvel side of things. Let's now move on to Lucasfilm. So we're going to start off with Willow. From the set of the upcoming Lucasfilm series, Willow, Warwick Davis introduces the supporting cast including Ruby Cruz, Erin Kellyman, uh, Ellie Bamber, Tony Revolori, uh, Amar Chadhar Patel and Dempsey Brick. Um, or Dempsey Brick. That might be Dempsey Brick, sorry. Uh, Willow premier premieres exclusively on Disney Plus in 2022. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, who plays Obi-Wan Kenobi, and director Deborah Chow share an exclusive look at the series with behind-the-scenes footage and concept art. The Disney Plus original series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, premieres on Disney Plus in 2022, and you can view the exclusive look on Disney Plus. Under the Helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett, celebrate the origin, uh, origins and legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett in a special look for Under the Helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett, now streaming on Disney Plus. And that is everything announced from Lucasfilm. Let's have a look at National Geographic. So, first of all, we got a trailer for Welcome to Earth. So, explore Earth's greatest wonders with Will Smith on an extraordinary once-in-a-lifetime adventure around the world in the new trailer for Welcome to Earth. 
the six-part original series from Nat Geo, streaming December 8th, 2021 on Disney+. America the Beautiful. So visit the spacious skies, the amber waves of grain, and the purple mountain majesties in the new trailer for America the Beautiful, a new six-part series streaming on Disney Plus in 2022. Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. See Chris Hemsworth discover the full potential of the human body in the trailer debut for Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. The six-part Disney Plus original series from Nat Geo starts streaming in 2022 on Disney Plus. Now, I enjoyed... Now, I'm not someone that watches anything National Geographic on Disney Plus, okay? I'm not into documentaries or anything like that. So, Nat Geo is just one of those dark corners that I never go into on Disney Plus. Obviously, it's the same with Disney Junior... Never go into Disney Junior on Disney Plus because obviously, again, I'm not a kid, I'm not a preschooler, and I don't have kids. So there we are. If I had kids, it'd be totally different. You know, Disney Junior would always be on most of the time. But again, Nat Geo and Disney Junior are two areas of Disney Plus I never touch. But after seeing Welcome to Earth, America the Beautiful, and Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. All three of those trailers really got me hooked. Um, so, yeah. So, I do think I might watch Welcome to Earth when that starts uh, streaming on Disney Plus on December 8th. And then, obviously, in 2022, I'm probably going to watch America the Beautiful and Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. I feel like they're going to be very, very interesting to watch. I loved the America the Beautiful trailer the most because there was just there was no narration. It was just sound and you just saw some video footage of some wildlife animals and nature in America and it looked amazing. You know, um, you know what to be honest next year I'm going to be watching America the Beautiful. I might watch it on my TV. In stunning 4K. Because I feel like that's going to be a, 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 a series. That you've got to watch. With a 4K TV. Because to, to get a really good picture. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. So that's everything announced on the Nat Geo side of things. And then for international subscribers. So this doesn't apply to the US. Well, when I say it doesn't apply to the US, some of it does. All right. Um, so let me let me talk about that um, for you. So the following titles from uh, 20th Century Studios will debut in 2022 on Disney Plus in international markets under the Star brand on Hulu in the US and Star Plus in Latin America. So we got Rosaline, a fresh comedic twist on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, in which the classic love story is told from the perspective of Juliet's cousin Rosaline, who just happens to be Romeo's ex-girlfriend. Starring Caitlin Deaver and directed by Karen Main, the movie premieres in 2022. The Princess, an irreverent, irreverent uh, action movie, Set in a fairy tale world, Joey King stars as a young royal 
who is more comfortable with a sword than a tiara and must save her kingdom um, from ruthless mercenaries. Directed by Lee Van Kiet, the movie premieres in summer 2022. So this is basically John Wick meets Enchanted. And we've also got Prey. An all-new entry in the Predator franchise, Prey will premiere in summer 2022, set in the world of the Comanche uh, nation 300 years ago. The action thriller follows Nehru, the skilled warrior who fiercely protects her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator. Directed by Dan Trachenberg, the film premieres in summer 2022. No Exit, this harrowing suspense thriller follows Darby Thorne, played by Havana Rose Liu, a young woman who is stranded by a blizzard and forced to find shelter at a highway rest area with a group of strangers. The movie premieres in 2022. So there we go. Uh, so that's everything that's coming. There has been a couple of other things that have been announced uh, for the UK side of things, which I'll very uh, quickly talk about. So we're going to be getting NCIS next year on Disney Plus here in the UK. Uh, so I believe we're going to be able to watch all 19 seasons of the show, uh, which is a welcome um, a, a welcome uh, release for NCIS fans. Um, I've never seen NCIS, to be honest, um, and... I don't know whether or not I plan to binge watch this or not. I don't really know. It's got 400 episodes to its name and that's obviously ever growing as well. Um, we're also going to be getting uh, The Last Duel as well. So The Last Duel has been confirmed to be released on Disney Plus here in the UK on the 1st of December is when we're going to be getting that. And on the 3rd of December, we're going to be getting the original Die Hard movie. Um, and we're also going to be getting Pearl Harbor as well on Disney Plus on the 3rd of December. So both of those titles will be dropping on the 3rd of December. So there we go. So that's everything basically announced on Disney Plus Day. Um, now... I'm going to ask the question and I'm going to answer it. Did Disney Plus Day deliver? Well, in some sense, it did. In some sense, it didn't. So, out of everything that I've spoken about, there's a lot of stuff which I basically already knew about. I already knew about. It was talked about way in advance. And last year, I watched the four-hour Disney Investor Day, um, which was targeting investors. But obviously, it was there for the general public to watch as well. Because obviously, they did a live stream this time last year. And they announced a lot of things in advance. So I already knew about Pinocchio. I already knew about that. I already knew about I Am Groot and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, you know, there's a couple of things there. I mean, I already knew about Disenchanted as well. 
I already knew about the live action Pinocchio movie. I already knew about the Chippendale Rescue Rangers live action movie. You know? So there's a lot of stuff that Disney Plus announced on Disney Plus Day, which I already knew about. I already had knowledge about. And if any of the general public keeps up to date with any of the Disney news, um, or even if they tuned into the Investors Day last year, they would have already knew about a lot of this stuff anyway. Um, you know, in terms of like the Marvel side of things, well, okay, I didn't know about Marvel Zombies. That's completely new. I didn't know about Spider-Man Freshman Year. I didn't... I knew that it was rumoured a few weeks ago that there was going to be a new Agatha series based on the character from WandaVision. I knew about that. Uh, but I didn't know the name of the title. So it's good that we got it confirmed officially by Disney and Marvel. And we also got a name for it as well in the form of Agatha House of Harkness. Thought that was great. Um, but apart from that... Yeah, again, the Spiderwick Chronicles, didn't know anything about that. That was new. That was newly announced for Disney Plus Day. But other than that, a lot of these titles were already announced in advance. There was nothing new. I mean, all we got was a couple of new trailers for stuff that's going to be coming very soon to Disney Plus. Like, for example, Limitless, America the Beautiful. Um, you know, um, the, the, uh, Welcome to Earth with Will Smith. Yeah, we got trailers for that. We got trailers for Ice Age, uh, The Adventures of, of Buck Wild, um, and Sneakerella. You know, so we got a lot of trailers of stuff that is going to be coming probably in the next couple of months on Disney+. Plus. So I'm talking, you know, next month, December. And maybe possibly into January, maybe even February 2022. Um, so, but apart from that, we only got given logos of stuff. Which we already had seen the logos of during the Disney Investor Day last year. If you paid any attention to the Disney Investor Day uh, last year, then you'd already have seen the logos. Um, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. The other thing is as well, and a lot of fans, a lot of fans were asking the question, so how can I watch this live stream event of Disney Plus Day? There wasn't a live stream. No. So all you had to do was you had to check either their Instagram or their Twitter page. And this is the annoying thing for me, right? They they didn't make it clear to us as to how often things were going to drop on their social media page. You know, they didn't say in a tweet or in an Instagram post, check back every 10 minutes for new content coming soon to Disney+. Plus. You know, so they didn't say that. So it was literally the case of... And I, I had to do this. And I was doing this for two hours on Friday, right? I was literally refreshing the Disney Plus page every minute, every minute for two hours. Just so that I didn't miss anything that got announced. 
by Disney Plus. Um, because they didn't tell us. They didn't say, check back in about 10 minutes time. We'll have a new look for this show or, or whatever. So, yeah, it was a little bit poor communication there. Because uh, there was no live stream. So you had to check their social media pages for that. I also didn't like the fact that... I, well, okay, I understand why this had to be done. But I didn't like it. So in order to find out more details about Pixar and Marvel... You had to go to Disney Plus's app itself. Now, I understand why they done that. Because obviously, that obviously br brings in new subscribers. You know, if they, you know, they uh, want to watch the Pixar showcase or Marvel showcase to find out more about upcoming projects from both of those companies, then yeah, they have to get Disney Plus. Of course, that's one way of bringing in Disney Plus subscribers. And then while they're there, they're going to be like, oh, well, uh, Shang-Chi is on Disney+. Plus. Oh, hang on, uh, Jungle Cruise. Wasn't that in cinemas a few months ago? Well, it's on Disney+, Plus now. Um, so, yeah, I totally understand why they done that. But I don't think it was worth your time going to Disney+, Plus to watch those showcases, okay? So, first of all, I'm going to start with the Pixar one. It was very awkward. So you had Pete Doctor, who, oh God, who is the CEO of, um, hang on one sec, sorry about this. Uh, yeah, so we got Pete Doctor, who is the CEO of the um, Pixar, um, there we are, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, who is the uh, CEO of Pixar, basically, he's the head of Pixar, Pete Doctor. Um, yeah, so you got him. And, um, and basically, hang on one sec, buddy, sorry, I've got buddy with me today, um, on the podcast, buddy, come here, come here, come here, boy, come here, come here, sorry, one sec, come here, come here, yes, come here, come here, he thinks I'm playing, um, hopefully he comes back in a minute, but anyway, so yeah, you had Pete Doctor anyway, and, Basically, he awkwardly went round the Pixar gardens. I guess you could say he went round the pic. He went round the Pixar gardens, and he held a camera. He he looked like as if he looked like me, right? Had I had I have gone to Pixar right now, yeah, I'd probably be there with my vlogging camera, going, "Hey guys, what up? I'm here at Pixar." Um, yeah. That's basically what he'd done. He looked like a YouTuber that was lost in Pixar. Um, <laughs> that's literally, that's the best way of describing it. Um, so, anyway, he basically, um, he found, like, um, the directors or something of, um, the, of Turning Red and Lightyear. And he was like, oh, uh, hey, guys, uh, do you want to talk about this, uh, documentary that you guys are making for Lightyear and, and Turning Red and you know he, he started talking about that and stuff but it was just so it was just really badly done it really was um I mean I was you know what I was expecting from this Pixar showcase event because 
here in the UK, the Pixar Showcase event was on Disney Plus at 4 o'clock UK time, right? 4 p.m. UK time was when we were getting this Pixar Showcase event. So, uh, and then after that, we were going to get the Marvel one. And that was coming up at 4.45. So I thought to myself, I thought, okay, I imagine that the Pixar Showcase will go on for 45 minutes. It fills up 45 minutes of time. And then after that, it'll be it'll be finishing just in time for the Marvel Showcase. That's not the case. Instead, we got given a we got given a 5-minute short showcase and it wasn't it was literally so coming up on Disney Plus, we got Cars on the Road, voiced by Larry the Cable Guy and Owen Wilson as Mater and Lightning McQueen, respectively. And then, basically... Oh, by the way, uh, we've also got a feature-length documentary coming up uh, for Lightyear and Turning Red. They're both going to be released on Disney Plus in 2022. And then, after that... We then basically got... Oh, yeah, by the way, here's some concept art for Win or Lose, which, by the way, was showcased last year at the Investors' Day meeting. So, yeah. Um, it it was it was poor. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It was very, very poor. Uh, it was very poorly done. Um, which is a shame. It is a shame. Um, but I do hope that Disney do learn their lessons from this. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I kind of hope, um, that Disney do learn their lessons from this. Um, now, let me move on to Marvel's showcase. Now, Marvel's showcase was a little bit longer, which I liked. But again, it was, in some ways, if you take out the reflection, which was shown at the beginning of the showcase... It was, again, very short. So, it starts off with the with a look back at the Marvel TV series that we've got this year on Disney+. Plus. So, that's WandaVision, Falcon the Winter Soldier, Loki, and What If. Okay? And then, after that, they then uh, moved on to... Okay, here's what's coming up on Disney+. Plus. Between now and 2022. Now, the good thing about this is they really, really, really advertised Hawkeye. Now, Hawkeye is going to be the the next uh, Marvel show, the next Marvel show, um, that's going to be dropping on Disney Plus. Um, and so, yeah, so that's going to be coming next uh, on November 24th. Um, and again, like I said earlier in the podcast, um, you're going to be able to stream uh, two episodes of that. Um, so, yeah, you're going to be able to stream two episodes of that on Disney Plus um, from the 24th of November. And then after that, uh, you're then going to be able to stream episodes weekly until the end of December uh, or around about Christmas time anyway. Um, so, yeah, so we got a little teaser for that and we also got a clip as well so can't complain about the hawkeye 
I thought it was a great clip that they that they chose, and uh, it really gets me into the the action already for the series. Um, so it's it, it does look like it's going to be a really good series. And then after that, we then got short teaser trailers for She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Ms. Marvel. Now I don't know whether or not it is going to go in that order. Because obviously now Ms. Marvel's been delayed until summer next year. Now that could be the re the reason behind that. It could be the case of they're not done with the show yet. They they haven't done all the the special effects or or visual effects yet. So they still need more time to work on the on the on the series, which is understandable because obviously you know we are still in, in a pandemic and all, so that's understandable. But yeah, so or it could be the case of, well, the Marvels movie, which is Captain Marvel two, and obviously Ms. Marvel is in that movie, uh, that's been delayed now till twenty twenty three, so maybe obviously they pushed uh, Ms. Marvel back a little bit further just so that it comes out nearer, closer to the time um, before uh, the Marvels uh, movie is released um so yeah so that obviously then you know we're not there for waiting forever for the next um um well yeah the next thing with ms marvel uh with ms marvel in it so we haven't got long to wait basically um so yeah so they could go with that as well they could go with that um but yeah so again it could have been better i'm not gonna lie I feel like they could have done a Nintendo Direct style Disney Plus Day event where, you know, they show off a trailer, they talk about the show maybe for about a minute and then they get the conversation going in the live stream and then after that, boom, they move on to the next show. You know, they could have done it like that, to be honest. Um, and it would have been a lot better, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very, very interesting. It is very, very interesting. But for me, I do think in some ways, yes, Disney Plus Day was a success. But no, at the same time, Disney Plus Day wasn't as much of a success because of the fact that, well, did we really... Get, did, yeah, did we did we really get a lot of announcements that were new? Not really. And also as well, I feel like Star Wars. Star Wars was the worst out of them all. Because there's a lot of Star Wars fans out there. I mean, I myself, I'm going to say I am a Star Wars fan myself. You know, I absolutely loved watching The Bad Batch earlier this year. Absolutely loved watching uh, The Mandalorian. I have seen the Star Wars movies as well. So again, you know, I am a Marvel fan and I'm also a Star Wars fan as well at the same time. So for me, I kind of felt a bit disappointed in what they announced on Disney Plus Day. Now, I know that I think Lucasfilm have got an anniversary coming up in the next couple of weeks. So maybe they're going to hold off announcing anything huge until uh, the Lucasfilm anniversary arrives. 
Um, it's either that or they're going to be announcing a lot of stuff on Star Wars Day next year in May. That's the only thing I can think of, uh, to be honest, in regards to that. Um, but yeah, apart from that, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we only got Willow, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that's pretty much it. I mean, we already know that Under the Helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett is already streaming on Disney Plus. So, therefore, there was no need to talk about that, really. Um, but yeah, so it's just one of those things, really. It is one of those things. But I, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I, I'm not, I'm not sure whether or not next year, I mean, I hope that next year is a little bit different to this year. I hope they learn from their mistakes this year. They're probably going to go back on this look, look back on Disney Plus Day from this year and go, okay, here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. And this is how we're going to do it better next year. Yeah, obviously, this is the first Disney Plus Day event that they've done. So they they are going to look back on this and they are going to go, okay, here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. You know, if a lot of fans were asking for a live stream event, then maybe next Disney Plus Day in November next year, we're probably, we might get a, a, a live stream event, you know, because a lot of people... We're asking, what time's the Disney Plus Day event starting? You know, like, where's the live stream? Is it going to be on YouTube? Is it going to be on social media? Where is it? You know, how can I watch it? So, but the thing is, there was no live stream. It was just, here's a trailer. Here's a logo. You know, and the thing is, is, you know, we didn't really get a lot of updates in regards to the upcoming movies. Like, we didn't get, like, concept art or a trailer or a clip or anything like that from my upcoming movies like Pinocchio or Disenchanted or you know maybe that maybe it's because they they might already be in production but there's no there's nothing there to show um other than a logo but I feel like to be honest they could have shown I don't know an on-set photo of filming for the movie or something like that. I know that Disenchanted is filming right now. I believe they're filming it in Ireland right now. So that filming for that is underway right now. So they could have easily have shown a photo of onset filming. The same with Pinocchio. They could have shown an onset filming of some characters dressed in their costumes or something. They could have done something other than show a logo, which I find was pretty boring and pretty bland. Um but yeah, so uh so that that's that's my thoughts on uh, on Disney Plus Day itself. I do think it could have improved majorly. Um but that's just my thoughts. That is just my thoughts on it. Um but there we go. Anyway, so that's Disney Plus Day. Uh, but there are some titles, though, which I can safely say I am looking forward to seeing over the next couple of weeks or months or over the next year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely would say that there is a lot of good stuff uh, coming up, uh, which is good. Um, anyway, so I am now going to talk about uh, some of the Disney Plus Day stuff. 
uh, because as I mentioned, there is a lot of things that got added on Disney Plus Day. Um, so I'm going to start off with The Simpsons in Plusiversary. Now, I watched this short and I thought it was great. I, I couldn't stop laughing for two minutes um, or three minutes, however long the short was on for. It was just brilliant. Yeah, it really was brilliant. I did love the fact that, you know, we got all these Disney characters in Springfield. You know, we got like Goofy, Winnie the Pooh, Doctor Strange. Um, we got the Mandalorian as well. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was great. I genuinely did think that that Simpsons short was, was absolutely funny um, and really good as well. Uh, we also got Cruella Deville. Um, we got Sully from Mon uh, Monsters Inc. as well in there. Um, yeah, I I genuinely thought that was such a really good short. Um, and yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, the only the the only character apparently from what I've read, the only character that they weren't allowed to include in this uh, plusiversary short was Mickey Mouse. I don't know why. But yeah, Mickey Mouse was apparently the only character that they couldn't use in the short. Um, so, but in a way, Mickey Mouse did make some sort of an appearance, though. Um, obviously, we had Bart dressing up as Mickey Mouse. Um, but yeah, it, it it was such a good short. Um, yeah, it did make me laugh, to be honest. Uh, and then after that, we had the Olaf Presents. So this is where Olaf, uh, the snowman from Frozen, he obviously recreates scenes from The Lion King, Moana, The Little Mermaid, um, and stuff like that. So there was five episodes to this. Uh, they were both about a minute and a half each. Very, very short. But there were some really funny scenes in that. So I definitely do recommend that you check that one out. Uh, under the legacy, um, the um, under the under the legacy, under the helmet, sorry, uh, the legacy of Boba Fett. I watched that documentary yesterday on Disney Plus. It's literally a twenty-minute um, episode, and I found it pretty interesting. Um, yeah, the fact that this character they didn't really have a lot of dialogue in the Star Wars movies or anything like that. Yeah, you know, he has this huge legacy behind him. Um, yeah, obviously he's been referenced in Simpsons, Family Guy. Yeah, he's been at like the Disneyland theme parks and stuff. Um, he's made tons and tons of television appearances as well. There's been a lot of merchandise out there um, for Boba Fett as well. So, and I think there's going to be a lot more merchandising when uh, the book of Boba Fett arrives um, on Disney Plus um, next month. So, um, so yeah, so. It was a very interesting documentary. Really did enjoy that one. Um, so, yeah, really, really loved that one. Uh, we also got the making of Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever, uh, a love letter to Los Angeles. Obviously, you may remember about a month or two ago, uh, we got the concert um, added to Disney+. Plus. Well, this was a behind-the-scenes look at how the concert was made, including how the animation used in Billie Eilish's concert was also made as well which i found really really interesting obviously they used uh cell animation 
Um, it was very interesting. Really like that. I uh, really did like that one um, a lot. So, so yeah. So, again, that was around about a half an hour documentary uh, of a behind-the-scenes look, basically, um, of how the concert was made. Um, so, yeah, very, very interesting on that one. Um, so, yeah, so we got that. Uh, obviously, we got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we also got Jungle Cruise as well. Um, I think I've given my thoughts on, on both those movies in the past on the podcast, so I won't talk about them again. Uh, we also got Enchanted as well. Big release for Disney+. Plus. Big release. This one has been asked for so many times, and I really don't understand why this movie has never been on Disney+, Plus. has not been on Disney+, Plus up until now. Um, you know, obviously Disney+, Plus has been around... For the last couple of years in the US, hence why we had Disney Plus Day um, on Friday. Because obviously it's a two-year anniversary. It's an anniversary for the US. Obviously it's not our two-year anniversary until March next year. But we still celebrate Disney Plus Day regardless. Um, So there we go. It's a global thing. Um, Regardless of whenever it launches um, around the world. Well, either way, November 12th is always the anniversary date of when Disney Plus uh, first launched. So, yeah. But anyway, but yeah, in the last two years, I don't understand why this title was never released on Disney Plus or wasn't even on Disney Plus at launch. So, great to see Enchanted uh, released on Disney Plus. And it also makes sense because obviously next year we're getting Disenchanted. So it only makes sense that we get the the first movie on there as well as the sequel, um, obviously. So it was inevitable anyway that we were going to get Enchanted on Disney Plus at some point. Um, so yeah, really, really good that we got that. Uh, we got a new Marvel Assembled, uh, which was the making of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Now this episode was about an hour long and I watched a documentary actually and... It was really, really good. You could tell that they were really making sure that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, for me, you know, it's up there with Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame as one of the best Marvel movies out there. Um, You know, and looking at the documentary, like the the behind-the-scenes documentary of it, it makes... It just shows... That that is exactly what they were aiming for. They were making, they were aiming to make this one of the best Marvel movies out there. Um, and yeah, it really does show in this documentary. They also touch upon the um, the pandemic and what changes they had to make when they were filming scenes during the pandemic as well. Because obviously Shang Chi did get affected by the pandemic, uh, so that was really really good to see as well. But yeah, this documentary was definitely uh, a good watch. Um, so again, I do recommend that you watch The Making of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Maybe after you've watched the, the movie, if you have not yet seen the movie. Um, but yeah, it is really, really good. So we got that. We also got a Marvel Legends Hawkeye. So obviously we kind of get a background check on, on the character uh, Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. Uh, which is great because that sets us up then for um, Hawkeye when it drops on Disney Plus on the 24th of November. 
Um, so yes, we got that. Uh, what else did we get? Uh, over in over in the uh, UK and in some other countries as well, uh, we got the first two episodes of Dope Sick. The other episodes are going to be dropping on a Wednesday. Um, starting from next week, which is Wednesday the 17th of November. So every Wednesday going forward, there'll be a brand new episode of Dope Sick. Uh, this stars Michael Keaton. Um, and obviously, it's. Uh, I think it is actually based on a true story. I have watched the first episode. And towards the end, we kind of got a teaser as to what to expect for the rest of the series. And to be honest, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on this one. This one looks good. Really, really does. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that one over the coming weeks. And I'll give you my thoughts on that. Um, probably when we get to the finale of the series, I think, um, for that one. So I'll talk about that a little bit uh, in more detail uh, towards the end of the year. Um, so, yeah, so we got that. Um, we also... What else did we get on Disney Plus Day? Oh, yeah. We got oh, this is this is probably the best Disney Plus title that got released on Disney Plus Day everybody. That's right. I'm talking about Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh yeah, the greatest title that everybody has been asking for ever since the original Home Alone movie came out and Dis uh, Home Alone movie came out. By the way, that was sarcasm. If you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't get that, that was sarcasm. But um, yeah, oh, that movie. Now, I have watched it. As a matter of fact, I have watched. Um, I, I have watched Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, to be honest with you, it weren't the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> really wasn't the greatest movie um you know i mean to be honest i've seen better home alone movies i mean it can't beat the original or the second one i mean to be honest it was good in some ways because yeah it's great for a new generation of kids i guess it is great for a new generation of kids um to watch um which is good you know um but in terms of me knowing that i've seen the original no it's it's just it's not great and to be honest it hasn't even good got a good rating on rotten tomatoes i believe it's actually got a rating of um what um yeah i believe it's got a rating of 15 to 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's how bad um, the rating is for that movie. Um, is. So not great. Um, I'm just trying to log in to, uh, to Disney Plus. Um, at the moment on my iMac at the moment. I've got Buddy that's like fidgeting everywhere. So Buddy can you just please like lay down. Lay down. Come on. Lay down. Thank you. Um, I've got Buddy with me today, um, which I have mentioned. So <laughs> it's not easy recording a podcast and looking after a dog, clearly. But uh, going back to this, though, um, am I now in? Yes, I am. Thank God. Uh, I had to put my password in more than once. Um, 
my payment method is about to expire. Um, I won't do it at this moment. I will do it later on. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, Home Sweet Home Alone wasn't, wasn't great. Um, you know, there was even a, a scene where the main character, Max, he said, because the, the character, the main character is British, right? So, and the thing is, is this is like an American-made movie. Thing is, right, is with Amer with American things, and this isn't me being offensive or anything like that, but they make us British people sound a lot more British than what we actually sound. You know, they, you know, literally, like this Home Sweet Home Alone movie, they made the, 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 the actor who played Max sound like as if he goes... Hello, governor. How are you, governor? That's genuinely how he sounded. That's genuinely how he sounded. Uh, I don't know if he could get any more British than that, to be honest. Yo, he was like, Mummy, dearest. Yo, what kind of a mother? There was literally a line, right? And I actually quoted this on Twitter when I watched this movie, right? There was actually a line where he goes, What kind of mother... Promises a McDonald's but doesn't deliver. You know, <laughs> have you not heard of Uber Eats or McDelivery? You know, I mean, this is what kind of a modern day take on Home Alone is this? I mean, I have no idea. But um, it's just, it was just funny. It really was. I mean, it was funny in some sense. You know, like I could take the Mickey out of it. But it's just, it's just, yeah. I mean, knowing I've seen the original Home Alone movies and then I watched this one, you know, I think the remakes just get worse and worse just the more they go on. Um, and I just think they just need to end. Like, literally, I think we don't need another one. That's it now, you know. Home Sweet Home Alone should just be the last one, the franchise, Leave it, yo. It, there's just no point. There really is no point. Um, we also got the world according to Jeff Goldblum. We got the first five episodes. I watched the first episode of season two, uh, on Disney Plus Day. Um, it was about dogs. Now that's a great way to start the season if it's about dogs. Obviously, as you know, I am a dog owner. I am a dog lover as well. So this episode was definitely for me. Uh, obviously, he was exploring, like, the history of dogs and stuff like that. Um, we also got Intertwined. Now, I loved Intertwined. I thought it was great. It's a Latin uh, American series. Um, so, obviously, like, a lot of the stuff, like, yeah, if you see, like, paperwork and stuff in the, in the uh, TV show that they use as props, the text in the paperwork... Um, like in the contracts and stuff that you see in the in the first episode is obviously in Latin America, but um, yeah, I mean it's not a bad series. It's got all ten episodes are streaming on Disney Plus right now. I watched the first episode. I thought it was great, um, and I'm looking forward to watching to uh, all the other ones as well. So as soon as I finish watching Intertwined or Entrelazados, as it's known in Latin America, um, I'll give you my thoughts on that. Um, when I finished watching the series, 
And finally, we also got on Disney Plus Day, Ciao Alberto. Now, uh, Ciao Alberto is a Disney Pixar short. Um, now, this is for people who sat and watched Luca earlier this year uh, when that got released on Disney Plus. It's kind of a continuation of that. Um, it's a really nice one. It's a really nice short, uh, to be honest with you. So I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was really, really sweet, really, really tear-jerking. Yeah, it it was good. It was really, really good. Um, so yeah, so there we go. So that is literally my thoughts on Disney Plus Day. Um, yeah, so there we go. That is my thoughts on Disney Plus Day. Um, so like I say, Disney Plus Day, this isn't the, the, the first and last Disney Plus Day that there is. We are going to be getting another Disney Plus Day event, uh, in November next year. And then the year after, and then the year after, then the year after. It's going to be an, an annual thing, okay? Um, but yeah, hopefully... Now, I say this every month. And to be honest with you, I'm recording this on Sunday the 14th of November, right? And this is obviously going out on Sunday the 14th of November as well. So, we are now halfway through November. So hopefully... By the time I record my next weekly podcast, which is weekly podcast episode 64, I should have the list of things that are coming to Disney Plus in December. I've already listed a couple of them off in this podcast, obviously with Die Hard, um, Pearl Harbor, uh, Last Jewel, Welcome to Earth, and heck, Boba Fett and Hawkeye. They're all coming in December. On Disney Plus. But that's all that I know at the moment. That's all that I know. So obviously I'll get the full list. Hopefully next week. And then I will do a rundown in next week's podcast. As to what's coming to Disney Plus in the UK. And in the US as well. Um, I'll do that next week in the weekly podcast for you guys. Uh, so that you guys are aware. What's coming to Disney Plus in December. Uh, what's coming up on Christmas. Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, etc., etc. Um, so yeah, so there we go. Um, right, I've got a couple more things to talk about before I wrap up this weekly podcast, which is non-Disney news. Okay. Um, so for the last couple of weeks, I have been watching uh, Chucky, um, the TV series. This Wednesday, the seventeenth of uh, no Tuesday, sorry, yeah Tuesday. Um, that's going to be the last episode of the series, um, in America. They're showing the last episode in the series in America on Tuesday, uh, which is the 16th of November. Um, so that's going to be airing on the USA Network in America. Um, so yeah, so I'll be watching it on Thursday this week. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to be out on Wednesday this week coming up. I might just briefly mention about that in a few moments actually just so you guys know what i'm doing on wednesday um but i have watched the last couple of episodes now the episode four was pretty decent um i yeah i mean where where did we leave off so we basically left off with um what was it it was chucky so chucky was in that house fire we saw him come out of that house fire he had a melted face, 
like half of his face had melted. Um, now that's probably because of the the fire he was in, and obviously you know he's just a plastic doll. Um, but he looked really freaky. Um, I'm not gonna lie, he looked really really freaky. Um, in that, so yeah, so to be honest, but we got to episode five, and uh, he actually converted his soul um, into another good guy doll, um, so that obviously, yeah, so that obviously the old good guy doll, the melted good guy doll, as we'll call it, could get thrown away. Um, now, obviously. Uh, Jake and his friends decided to find Chucky and destroy him. And they found the one that was thrown out in the trash, which was the melted face Chucky. And they smashed his face in and everything. And they thought they killed him. But obviously, clearly not. Uh, because obviously they were too late. His soul was transferred into another good guy doll. Um, we also get to see a little bit of the history of uh, Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky, when he was a human, you know, obviously played by Brad Dereef. Um And also as well, can I just say, like, the I think, I believe, the younger um, Brad Dereef or Charles Lee Ray, was actually played by Fiona Dereef, which I believe is his daughter. I believe it's his daughter. Um, I'll, let me have a look. I'll have a look. But yeah, and it, literally, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have thought that it was Fiona Dereef. Um, really, you wouldn't have thought that you would have thought that was Brad Dereef. Um, and they obviously just I don't know CGI'd. Um, yeah, yeah, Fiona Dereef. Yeah, that's that's his daughter. Um, so yeah, so literally, you would have thought that yeah, Brad, Brad Dereef was was playing a younger version of himself but no it was actually Fiona Dereef that was playing the younger version of Charles Lee Ray in the in the show uh, so that was good it's good to see that we get a bit of a backstory behind Charles Lee Ray as a human before he converted his soul into a good guy doll in the original child's play movie um yeah, I like that aspect to it as well. So I think that's really, really good. So I will give you my thoughts on the uh, final, yeah, on the final episode um, of Chucky in hopefully in next week's weekly podcast for you, uh, which will be out on Friday the 19th of November. Uh, so I'll give you my thoughts on that then. Um, also as well, Doctor Who. I've been watching uh, the last two episodes of Doctor Who Flux aka dot two series 13 now to be honest with you episode two ended you know what episode two all i can say the ending or the cliffhanger to episode two was basically this tell me you've watched avengers infinity war without telling me you've watched avengers infinity war yo and literally there was comments on social media oh look a purple man snapping his fingers, making people disappear. Where have I seen that before? Yeah, I swear. And to be honest, I even read an article in the last day where they've even said that apparently there's going to be Marvel references in episode three of Doctor Who. I'm like, 
Don't you think you referenced Marvel enough? I mean, okay, they've already referenced Star Wars with the whole BBC-style Chewbacca, okay? But now, they've moved on from Star Wars, and they're now referencing Marvel. You know, it's like, this is not original now. Like, come on. So, I mean, I'm still sticking with the series, despite complaining about it. I'm still sticking with it. There are a lot of positive reactions, though, to the series, surprising, uh, surprisingly. Because, obviously, Chris Chibnall, who's the writer currently uh, for Dot 2, he's really, really good at doing cliffhangers for serialised uh, series. So, like, Broadchurch, for example. You know, he's great at doing cliffhangers for serialised series. Now, this uh, series of Doctor Who is a serialised series, and a lot of people are asking the question, well, why didn't he do a serialised series, you know, since he started writing Doctor Who? That would have made Doctor Who a lot better for both him and for Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. Um, now, to be honest, the last two cliffhangers, to be honest, weren't for, for me, from my perspective, weren't great. So I'm just there like, well... This has been done before. End of the universe in episode one. Oh, okay. Well, they're at the end of the universe. But I'm sure they've been at the end of the universe in, in previous Doctor Who episodes with past Doctors. Doesn't matter which Doctor it is, whether it's David Tennant or Tom Baker or Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi or whatever. You know? So I'm sure they've been at the end of the universe before. Therefore, not really a cliffhanger. And then the whole, you know... When I click my fingers... Well, okay, so you're basically referencing Thanos from Avengers Infinity War at this point. Again, not really a cliffhanger. You know, it actually got to the point last week when I heard about this, I actually did do a mock tweet saying that, that basically whatever it is, Swarm or whatever, snaps their fingers, half the universe along with the Doctor disappears and it's up to Yaz and Dan to bring back past companions to help fight off Swarm and get the Doctor and half the universe back again. To be honest with you, if that was an actual episode, I'd actually watch it. I actually would. Because, I mean, well, for one, there's a lot of Doctor Who nostalgia right there. But two, it also sounds like a very, very interesting episode that I would definitely watch, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch... The episode, uh, episode three. So in next week's weekly podcast, I'll give you my thoughts and opinions on that as well. But yeah, um, there we are. Um, there is some other things that I do want to talk about. Um, actually, like movie review wise. Um, so oh, actually, I didn't talk about Eternals. Um, so I did see Eternals. Uh, last week. On Friday, and obviously I did say I'll give you my thoughts on it um, during the Disney Plus Day podcast. So I thought I'd just talk about it now. Um, so yeah, Eternals. It wasn't the best Marvel movie in my opinion. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know what they were doing with it. That's the thing, and I'm not someone that's an avid Marvel fan. I think that's what they were aiming this movie for was an avid Marvel fan. You know, like. When I, t when I say an, an avid Marvel fan, I'm talking about somebody who proactively plays the video games, who proactively reads the comics, 
and who proactively watches the movies. Now, I'm a Marvel fan, but I only watch the movies. I don't read the comics. I don't, um, yeah, I don't play the video games. Although, I'm actually, to, to be honest, I am planning to play the Marvel Avengers Xbox One edition uh, game in the next uh, week or so. So, yeah, so let me off there. But I don't read the comics. And this is the thing. You know, Eternals, they are in the comics. But not a lot of people know who the Eternals are. Especially if they're new to the Marvel franchise. Especially in the last few years. Like me, for example. You know, I've been a fan of the Marvel franchise uh, for the last couple of years. So, therefore, I'm not really aware of who Eternals are. So... Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, you kind of got to do a bit of your research before going in and watching this movie because they don't really explain. Well, this is this character, this is their superpower. Yeah, you kind of got to kind of guess what their superpower is or you kind of just got to go, oh, okay, well, this is their superpower because I'm watching it right now on screen. Um, So, yeah, so there's that. There's, there's a problem there. Um, There's also the fact that we've got Angelina Jolie's character, Thena, uh, she's got her own subplot in the movie, which, to be honest, I don't mind because I I thought that was great. It breaks up the story, you know. So yeah, and it also kind of fills time, I guess, as well. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, there's there's a a, a thing here where there was only one Eternals member, right, that was in a a same sex relationship, and he's got a, his own son. So he has more to lose out of all the other Eternal members that there are. Um, so, yeah, and that's kind of the thing. It's like, well, these all these Eternal characters, apart from one character, has nothing to lose. This one Eternal character, he has everything to lose. He has a partner to lose. He has a son to lose. He has a family unit to lose, basically. So, therefore... Yeah, it's not great. You know, it isn't the best Marvel movie, um, I would probably say. But, um, you know, I did stick around for the um, end credit scene. I'm not going to spoil them, to be honest, because I know the movie's been out for about a week now. And maybe a lot of Marvel fans would have gone see it. But in case you haven't seen the post credit scenes or seen the movie yet, then I'm not going to give that away. But, um, yeah, it's, it is definitely... I mean, to be honest... As a Marvel movie, I would say yes, it is definitely worth a watch. But in terms of, is it great? No. no. From my opinion, anyway, it's not. Some will agree, some will disagree um, on that. So there we go. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, now, there's been a couple of leaks about that this week, and I'm going to have to talk about this really quick. You know, there's been a couple of leaks. Apparently, people have been buying, like, leaked clips from the deep web um, and stuff. To be honest with you, they're still throwing up the high expectation bar of, oh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. I'm lowering that expectation bar. I mean, it'll be great. So on Wednesday this week, um, so yeah, Wednesday the 17th of November, we're going to be getting a second trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, which is understandable because, you know, we are coming up to that one month mark. So to mark that one month to go, they're going to release a brand new trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. It'll be the second trailer that it's been given. 
But I, again, I don't expect to see anything about Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire turning up in the Spider-Man movie. No. Understandably, and arguably, I can see why people are expecting them to turn up. Because, you know, you got past villains from their er era of movies, uh, like Doc Ock and Green Goblin and... Uh, What's the other one? Lizard, I believe it is, and Electro, and and Sandman, and all of that. you got all them past villains from those movies turning up in this one movie, right? And it's all to do with the multiverse and stuff like that. So, yeah, th that's probably an uh, arguably good reason as to why Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, are going to rock up in this movie. But to be honest with you, I don't think they will. I really do. I will be shocked. Um, I will actually gasp and probably have a heart attack and die if they do show up in this movie. Um, <laughs> I will probably have a heart attack and die in the cinemas if I see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man's rock up in this movie. And then I will do a public apology going, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Um, you know, if that does turn out to be true. Um, so, so there we go. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that's coming out this week and I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's obviously the next big Marvel movie, uh, being released. But on that note, that's everything that I'm going to talk about in this week's weekly podcast though. Uh, thank you for listening for this last hour and a half. Uh, hope you enjoyed this week's weekly podcast. I'll be back again on Friday the 19th of November 2021 at 6pm UK time on uh, your podcast streaming platforms, Spotify Music, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts where I'm going to be discussing Paranormal Activity next of kin. Uh, I'm also going to be talking about Red Notice as well. Hopefully I'll have the list for the UK and US uh, of what's coming up on Disney Plus in uh, December 2021. Um, and I'll talk to you more about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer and give you my thoughts and opinions on that second trailer as well. So all that and a lot more coming up in next week's weekly podcast. Do follow me on Twitter at my name is Steve O with the O being a zero. Follow me on Instagram, Steve Graham Official and uh, the Geeky Stevie. And uh, feel free to give me a follow on Twitch, uh, Steve Crosby Official on Twitch. And feel free to subscribe to me there as well, as I am a Twitch affiliate. Oh, and next week on Wednesday, by the way, uh, this is why I'm not going to be watching uh, the last episode of Chucky until Thursday, is because I'm going to be meeting up with Kyra uh, next week. Um, so, yeah, so... I have also got a birthday present from her, which I'm not going to give away here. Um, I'm going to wait until my weekly vlog is out on the 22nd of November. So I'll talk to you about that in podcast episode 65 uh, in terms of what I did get from Kyra in case you don't watch the weekly vlogs. But if you do watch them, then you'll know. Um, but yeah, feel free to give me a subscribe on YouTube, by the way. Steve Official is my... Uh, is my YouTube channel if you want to give me a subscribe and watch my uh, weekly vlogs. But uh, yeah, she did give me a birthday present um, this past week and I have opened it and I have filmed a scene for the weekly vlog uh, that's going to be coming out on the 22nd of November. So you'll get to see my reaction then in terms of what she brought me. But honestly, all I can say for now is a massive thank you to Kyra for giving me that birthday present. I really do appreciate it. And... Um, yeah, I really can't wait um, to see um, 
to see what she says when she sees my reaction to it uh, in that weekly vlog. So, yeah, really, really can't wait uh, for you guys to see what she got me as well. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, on that note, I will speak to you guys again uh, in next week's weekly podcast. But until then, goodbye. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in my next weekly podcast.